There was a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band of brothers. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Far away! Far away! Far away! He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Good evening, Cobbacy families, and welcome to the Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. The Braves and Warriors are in their beds, the sun is going down over the bunks, and it is time for you to find out what happened today. As you know, each morning before the boys sleepily shuffle the morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table. They are the color of a main summer sky, and each boy and each counselor pours over the blue sheets to see what will happen today. This is your blue sheet report about what already happened today. Today was a Sunday, it's the 25th, and it was an alphabet day C, which means we're getting to the end of an alphabet rotation, and soon the warriors and the council and the sachem will be able to change their schedules. The cleanup today belonged to the woodshop and the general counselors and hockey. The special events for the day were that we had a huge brothers ceremony and event at Lakeside. Tonight we have a staff meeting. First time we get to speak to the staff uh, after the boys arrive. And it's always a cool moment because the staff hasn't seen each other as a group until this moment, after the arrival of the boys. And the first wave has crashed on the shore, so to speak. And they are realizing what the job is going to be. Today's laundry day belongs to Comanche, Crow, and Chippewa. And tomorrow will be Cherokee, Blackfoot, Zia, and Mohican. And just a little bit earlier tonight we had another wonderful round of evening activities. The first was a huge game of dodgeball led by Brian for the Braves. Noel and Dave, the adventure director, led the Warriors in their preparation for the overnight. Taught them how to make a fire, how to put up a tent, all in preparation of their departure tomorrow afternoon around 4 o'clock to go up to Coos Canyon, the very beautiful Swift River, where they will set up camp and have a wonderful campfire, tell stories, go to sleep with the sound of a rushing river next to them. And in the morning and most of the day, they will spend just boys in the river and they will be looking for crawdads and also jumping off these ledges into these deep pools. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful time. The prep is tonight. That means they all learned how to make fires. Tomorrow we have Braves Waterfront Night and we have Warriors Coos Canyon trip, of course. And then council has a group night. And the next day, Braves have the whole day to themselves when the Warriors go to Coos Canyon because also gone will be council. They will go to Funtown Splashdown. And that's very exciting because the whole day is Braves Day. They get the run of the place. The weather today was pretty wild and that it started off very beautiful and clear, classic Maine summer day. And then right as we got into the Brothers event, dark clouds gathered and halfway through the event little specks of rain started falling on the boys and they did their best to hold it together but it became clear that it was going to be quite a big cloud burst and everyone jogged to the Kaaba Dome where they kept doing the event and what that was families was that we decided we were going to make it we were going to expand to the entire camp and that was just amazing we had every boy who was new had a big brother who was a returner 
And that meant that everybody had someone who was now looking out for them. Even if they were 14 years old, if they were new to camp, they got a big brother who was 16 years old. The lone exception to that was our CIT from Texas, but I told him in front of the entire camp that I would be his big brother. And the entire camp said, ah, all at once. So I hope he felt loved. I know he did. And what happened was the group split up and some of the groups had a returner little brother and a returner big brother. And their session was a little shorter. We talked about what brotherhood meant. And then they answered some questions. It meant sticking up for someone. It meant being nice to them. It meant making sure they were okay. And then the other boys pointed out it meant defending them against things that were going to hurt them, even if those things were themselves. And other boys pointed out that being a big brother meant always making sure that your little brother was safe and maybe introducing him to new things. And I thought that was right on the nose. And that's exactly what we had in mind. And so if the brother pair involved a little brother who was new, that's exactly what the big brother did, which is to spend the next 45 minutes telling the little brother all about the magic of Kabasi in its specificity. What was a hatchet hunt? And what was skin the snake? And what was a chip witch challenge? And all the things that go along with the magic that is this place. And so they got a personal introduction from their big brother to Kabasi. It is a magnificent and busy thing to run Kabasi, and each day I make it out of the office and into the breeze and sunlight of camp and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an inner camp, and sometimes it's marvelous one-on-one -on -one time with a single boy. Those are my favorite times. Let me tell you what I saw today. Tonight was a delicious spaghetti and meatballs dinner. There are a few announcements. And then there was the first chip witch night. And you might be thinking to yourself, self, what's the big deal about a chip witch? And the answer is that years ago, maybe 20 years ago, I was sitting at a table in a different camp and a man named Zach had a chip witch in his hand and he said, hey Josh, what would you do if I open this up and it shot a chip witch into the air and I caught it in my mouth. And I said without thinking, well, Zach, I'd give you a hundred bucks. He said, really? And I said, definitely. And he grabbed the chip witch and he opened it up and it shot straight into the air right above his head. And he tilted his head back and the chip witch hit him in the forehead and bounced off his chin and fell on the table. And the whole room went, oh, and the chip witch challenge was born. Now, when you come out of the dining hall with a chip witch, as I did this evening, the whole place goes totally ballistic, screaming, chanting. And then I don't know if you've ever seen this at Camp Cobbacy, but when something really good happens, one boy starts screaming, yes, 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 yes. And all the boys around him start doing the same thing. And soon you have 250 people all making number one signs with their hands and screaming, yes, yes, yes. And that's what happened. And most of the boys just happily opened their chip witches and looked around interestedly but other boys and a few men were up for the challenge. I should say here that you only get one shot at the chip witch challenge. You can practice as many times as you like, but you can only do the big challenge for a hundred bucks once in your life. You have to come up to me and you have to say, this is my moment, this is my chip witch challenge. And if you do that and then open it in such a fashion that it flies into the air and you catch it in your mouth, I will give you $100. Usually, it is the older boys and the staff who try to do it. And first was Adrian, who's a beloved warriors counselor. And he came up and he smiled at me and he sort of danced around the huge group of boys and he opened it and it flew up 
and forward and he missed it. And the whole room said, oh. And then Nico Candido, who is a CIT, came up with a big smile on his face, said, this is my moment, this is my chip witch challenge. And he opened it and it flew back over his shoulder and he backpedaled and he missed it. And everyone, oh. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw a group of people huddled around one of our sachem counselors. And there was a gasp and some cheering. And then the crowd kept cheering about something else and I lost track of it. And I came around the corner and he still had a chip witch in his mouth. That's right, Dylan, the sachem counselor, did the chip witch challenge and caught it in his mouth, but he did not say the magic words. And so no $100 for Dylan. He is the only human being on record as having completed the physical challenge of catching a chip witch in his mouth. This may seem like a small thing if you're at home, but if you ever see 250 people lose their minds for a frozen dessert sandwich, then you will understand how things happen at camp, especially a camp like Camp Coppicy, that can never, ever happen anywhere else. And so that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbacy for boys. Your boys will go to sleep tonight with steady counselors watching over them, nodding off to sleep surrounded by their friends, loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart. Yeah.